0: This is the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where it's all about getting the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Brought to you by Itamar Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com. And now, here's your host, Itamar Shafir
1: welcome to the marketing umbrella podcast where we talk with successful marketing experts about ways to build and grow your digital marketing agency my guest today is a true content maven she is a keynote speaker author award winner winning brand content creator she is a founding member of the HuffPost, post brand storytelling team a former director and creative strategy at the new york times she's the author the best-selling marketing and business communication book, the Content Fuel Framework, how to generate unlimited story ideas, and currently serves as the director of content uh, at Foundation Marketing. I'm excited to say hello to Melanie Deziel. I'm excited to be here, Melanie. Am I saying Deziel right? It's uh, it's Diesel, like the fuel. But oh, I nice. like
2: that. I like that you put a little bit of flair on it. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Deziel. Yeah, no, Diesel is, is also cool, like Vince. Uh, yeah, that's. That's us—a true content person in of itself.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so, in Umbrella Marketing Podcast, we help marketing agencies grow their business as well as entrepreneurs who want to build a marketing agency. But before we go into it, uh, Melanie, if you can share a little bit about your background, I'm sure the listeners would love to know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, as you uh, as you mentioned, my, my background—I come from the world of publishing. So, I uh, I. Wanted to be a journalist. That was the path that I, I had chosen for myself. That's what I studied in school. Um, but I found that very quickly, once I had graduated, that the skills I had picked up as a journalist were actually much more useful and, you know, perhaps more employable at the time uh, in the marketing side of things. And so, I have spent most of my career teaching marketers, sales professionals, and creators how to really take the best practices of journalism uh, to, to tell better stories and to make their stories more credible, more compelling. So I started that at the Huffington Post where I built up their, their HuffPost partner studio, their brand storytelling team. I was the first ever editor of branded content at the New York Times, as you mentioned, and that, uh, that was a big role for me, we did a lot of amazing work with wonderful clients. I worked at Time Inc as their director of creative strategy and then I realized that I could actually reach a lot more clients if I were to set up my own shop. Probably a, a similar experience to what many of your listeners have had just nice. realizing the the potential of, of being able to, to choose your clients and you know hopefully reach more of them that way. So I set up a small firm called Story Fuel and we primarily um, you know consulted with and did trainings for Uh, businesses that were looking to improve their content marketing to tell better stories really that was that was kind of our charge Uh, and did that up until about a month and a half ago when I joined the team at foundation uh, foundation marketing and the wonderful thing about that sort of uh, you know transition period is that I had always focused purely on the strategy and it is so nice now to be able to work with a team that can help with the execution and the creation of those Mm -hmm. strategies as well. Um, So a really fun place to be, but all those different experiences, you know, really all coming back to that same mission of just trying to help other people uh, feel more confident that they can tell better stories and give them the tools and and best practices they need uh, to tell stories that are actually going to make a difference for them and for their business.
1: OK, wonderful. And we're going to jump in a second to talk about our agencies that are listening and, and their clients. But since you help so many uh, brands with their content strategy, I, w- I would love to know if you have a favorite.
2: Ooh, I, I try not to pick favorites. And I think a, a big part of it is, you know, every single group, every single company, organization, nonprofit, whatever the case may be, has their own uh you know, their own goals, their own resources, uh, their own priorities. And so it, I don't think that there's necessarily one that's, that's better or worse or favorite than the others. It's really just, to me, each one is a unique creative challenge. How can we create the absolute best content that we can, given the limitations and, uh, you know the. The resources that we're working with. How can we, within those confines, create something that our customers, our our audience will will enjoy and will help us achieve our goals? So, uh, it's like picking a favorite child. You can't do it.
1: <laughs> you, you can't. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> now, now you tell me. Uh, okay, that's uh, that's 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 true. Every challenge is interesting, and we're talking about limitations. And when it comes to small businesses. Um, a lot of the clients uh, of our members are small businesses. We're talking about uh, anything from uh, attorneys to dentists to, to plastic surgeons to uh, HVAC companies, uh, which are more demand related, right? And, and where does storytelling on the budget for small businesses start? Like, how how, we, how would you even go about it? I, I know a lot of agencies are faking in, in the mindset of, of being tactical, right? I need $400 a month for Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. And I need one blog a week. But that's the tactical implementation. Yeah. Uh, that's not the core. How, exactly. how would you go about to, to, you know, figuring out on, on, a, on a low budget, how would I help a small business?
2: So a lot of the the tactics that you mentioned, you know, I'm going to be doing a blog post, I'm going to be, you know, promoting posts on Facebook. The, the question that I like to focus on is, okay, but what will be inside of those things? What is that blog post going to be about? How is that going to help your strategy? When you're paying to boost those posts on Facebook, you know, what exactly are we paying to boost? Because you know, having a post simply and and promoting it doesn't guarantee business, right? So Mm -hmm. that's where we sort of try to back up and reverse engineer. Before we decide what our tactics are, let's talk about what it is that we want to say and how that relates to our overall business goals. So many of the business types that you mentioned are really in the authority business. You know, people choose a a lawyer or an HVAC company or an accountant or or any of those things based on on reputation in many cases, right? They want to understand that this is someone their community trusts, or this is someone who has experience. They're they're It's really a a personal game. And so we need to earn the trust of the audience. And in most cases, we can do that with some really compelling thought leadership content. And a lot of those businesses, that is what we would focus on. So getting the dentist or the accountant or whoever it is to talk about the things that they're passionate about, talk about, you know, why they are in the line of work that they're in and how they how they are able to help people. And, you know, the difference that their services can make in people's lives. It's when you see a dentist who's they're not just selling a cleaning, they're selling a smile. They're selling confidence, you know, and Mm -hmm. so it's looking at that deeper layer to say, well, what is it that, you know, what is it that people are looking for? And, you know, in many cases it is trust and how do we sort of build that trust through the content that we create. So for businesses like the ones you mentioned, generally speaking, where I would start is, let's just find a way, however cheap it may be, to get our experts to share their expertise so that they can demonstrate to the audience, this is someone who knows what they're doing, this is someone who I can trust, this is someone who is friendly and approachable and relatable, you know whatever those key characteristics are. And then that can be the story that you're sharing. You know, the story of your founders, of your your experts and how smart and talented they are, that's what you end up promoting in your ads or creating your content about.
1: Excellent points. And what do you feel? And, and I know I'm going back to tactical for a second. <laughs> is video a must today?
2: You know, I think video is great for a lot of reasons, but I, I'm hesitant to say that anything is a must because again, you know, I don't want someone who, you know, you're a small shop, you're, a, you know, an individual dental practice and video is out of reach for you. I don't want you to feel like there's nothing you can do or it's a hopeless case. You know, video is wonderful for a lot of reasons. It allows you to, to show uh, movement and motion in a way that you can't can't in in a more static form, right? So if you're as a as a dentist or an auto mechanic or whatever you are, demonstrating your processes, walking people through what you do, or offering a tour, then certainly the ability to share audio and and moving picture can be helpful in those instances. But if you can't do that, there are certainly other creative ways to do it. So you know you can always record audio. Sim- Can be done simply on a phone in most cases, right? Record audio of you speaking to your audience. So they still get to hear your tone. They still get to, you know, hear you pause and chuckle and whatever else it is that conveys your personality alongside a written piece. You can always take really compelling photos instead. Again, all you need is a phone to be able to do that at the most minimal level. Take some wonderful photos of your facility instead of doing a video tour and just add nice descriptions to each step of the way. So there's ways to work around it. But yeah, if you do have the resources, video is a really compelling tool that generally gets much higher engagement than some of the others. So if we have the resources, it's definitely something we'll want to we'll try to include.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, do you have a low cost tool for content attribution? I know that's a big thing when budgeting content, right? Uh, well, with brands, it's easier because they are already taught and the people working there, the CMOs and, and the marketing manager, that content it will build sales, uh, even mm-hmm. if they don't see the immediate attribution. But for small businesses, you know, it's, it's more a direct response game many times. It At is. least what, that's what marketing marketers are trying to, to get for them. And content is critical, but how do we show attribution?
2: I mean that is that is always one of the questions, right? I think there are some tools that can help with this. Um, I I don't have one in specific that I would recommend because again I think uh, it it depends on your needs, right? A lot of these tools they're they're very similar, but the unique uh, features and and. You know, offers that they have uh, depend largely on what your actual needs are. You know, and in, in many cases, it's it's easy to invest in a tool, but if we don't know how to make sense of that information from the tool, then it's definitely a waste of money for us, right? So, um, generally, what I would recommend, if you are just starting out, if you are working with limited resources, there's a lot of free resources on how to use Google Analytics. Um, and again, Google Analytics is is a is a free tool that you can use to attach to your website and and get a good idea of where people... People are going on your site where they're coming from, how they're moving from one page to another, and so my recommendation again, if you're working with with very limited resources, is to is to go that route, go all in, consume the free resources you can find, YouTube, uh, you know, videos and things like that, on how to use Google Analytics, and you know, you can go through and, and use that tool as best you can without sinking a ton of money into a big sophisticated system that you may not be able to get all the benefits from. So that would be sort of my my. Uh, you know, minimum introductory, good place to start recommendation.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Umbrella. Have an agency? Check out UmbrellaUS.com to grow it today. If we're talking about authority, then definitely our listeners, uh, small marketing agencies, they need that as well. Uh, yeah. It's a very expert-oriented business, though for a lot of clients, it seems it become. Small, when, when we're talking about small businesses, it looks a little bit like, like a commodity. And it's very hard to break the noise. I'm doing SEO, he's doing SEO. Now, sure. obviously, everybody can, you know, once you get a chance to explain why your SEO is better, then maybe you have a narrative for that. But how do you do that on your website, on your blog, on, on your social media? Uh, so can, you, can you give uh, our listeners some tips on how to break the noise and, and questions they can ask themselves to recraft their brand? Sure. Yeah.
2: It sounds like this is really coming down to almost like your differentiators. Right. And that's even sort of a broader question, even beyond your content. Right. This is sort of core to to who you are as a business. So. This is a really good conversation if you are not the founder to to have with founders, right? To have the the people who have been there since the beginning in the room, have a conversation about your values as a company. What makes you different? Why did you need to create this business and not just go work for a similar business? You can ask those kinds of questions to really get to the core of why you do what you do. Uh, That's going to help you figure out what you're doing differently, Because it could be your experience, you know, a lot of other people do content marketing, but not many of them come from journalism. So my perspective and my approach is different, right? Uh, It could be that uh, a lot of people do what you do, but maybe your background, your, uh, your additional hobbies that give you new insight, your degree in something unrelated that gives you a totally new context or ability to, you know, to use that information in a new way. Uh, Maybe you're a filmmaker and that makes you, you know, better able to create high quality video than some of your competitors. So I think it really comes down to knowing who you are and what's unique about you uh, as an industry or as a um, you know as an agency or as a founder, um, that's going to allow you to really figure out what points you need to emphasize where you can you can show that you're different than the competition. Um and I think truthfully that that is important for who you are. It's important for your long-term business growth. But in terms of the content that you're creating, I really want you to focus on the things that you can uniquely uh, you know, deliver. So that would be like your personal story, your background story, the story of your organization and how it got started, uh, You know, case studies of your clients. Those are things that your competition, they may do it about their clients, about their story, but they can't tell your story, right? They can't tell your client's story. And so looking for those things that 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 you can uniquely bring to the market that you can uniquely create that your competition can't, even if they do their own spin on it, they can't tell this story in this way. That's going to be your chance to help, help stand out. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. And what do you think is, what do you think is the responsibility of a content marketer, even a content strategist in, in the brand emphasis in the brand values in, in not only in emphasizing them, excuse me, but adding to them or creating them or recrafting them. Is that even something that we're supposed to do when we're helping a business with content marketing or is we going too far and that's, uh, you know, a branding, uh, uh, a branding uh, conversation?
2: I mean, I do think in many ways, this is a a branding conversation, as we said, you know, this conversation is really around who the organization is, you know, what, what is it that they value? What are their founding principles? So assuming your content strategist or, you know, whoever the, the content folks are, have experience in that realm and you can guide your clients through that, by all means, you know, you can help them through that process. It's, you're probably closer to that process than your clients may be. So facilitating that conversation or providing them questions to ask, providing them with resources to help figure these things out is going to make your life a lot easier. You know, I always say that an organization is best suited to figure out who it is. And then your agency or your marketing partners are best suited to help you tell the world who you are. So you can always help from the outside them figure out what's important to them, what their values are. Um, you can provide some sort of audit or you know based on our observations here's what we think you know your, your values seem to be from the outside and that may provide a great starting point you know that may help spark a conversation or help them see things that they didn't even realize that they were doing differently So I think you could certainly provide guidance and, and resources and help in that process but I think the, the answers to what those values are and is really going to come from inside the organization itself
1: mm--hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, with small businesses, many times that kind of structure doesn't exist. And then, like you said, you need to play the the brand manager a little bit uh, to to get to the next level of actually producing content Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with values don't really exist many times. Uh, Is that so what I'm I'm trying to help uh, a lot of our listeners with some sort of, uh, you know, uh, 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 schemes uh, that may exist or structures. And I know you wrote a book about it, uh, The Content Fuel Framework how yes. to generate unlimited story ideas. Uh, and and the minute I, I, I read that line, I want a way to generate unlimited story ideas. <laughs> I need to come up with stories all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, is that, will I, you know, reading the book, is that like a systematic structural way of how to do it?
2: Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, uh, I found when I was working with my clients, they would always, they were always sort of in shock. Well, how did you come up with all those content ideas so quickly, you know, during our meeting or during a brainstorm, or, you know, we just asked for this yesterday and you've already delivered a bunch of ideas. And I couldn't tell them. I didn't know what was happening inside my head. And that drove me nuts. So I spent a lot of time trying to break down uh, the mental process that I was going through to figure out how I was generating ideas. And that's what uh, the content of the book is, really. This is the system uh, that I was using. You know, again, based on my background as a journalist, it sort of was an innate system for me. Uh, This is the system that I use to come up with lots of content ideas and it really comes down to asking two key questions. What is the the focus of this content piece? You know, what are we going to talk about? And then what's the format? How are we going to bring it to life? And so the book walks through a whole system of, you know, here are some options for each of those questions, some potential answers, and a grid-like system you can use uh, to compare one to the other and create, uh, you know, a whole... Uh, a whole grid of ideas uh, sort of at a moment's notice. So it's a, it's a really good system if you find yourself asking, what should I post or feeling like, oh, I've said it, all there is to say, I don't have any new, new fresh approaches for this particular topic or, or, um, you know, or client. It's a, a really good option for kind of giving your, your productivity a little bit of a boost, your creativity, a little bit of a boost and, and getting some new ideas into the mix.
1: That's very important for marketers. Yeah. Um, Do you uh, would you say it's idiot proof or Um, to be in a certain level? (laughs) Uh,
2: No, no, I think it's it's definitely something that works well for beginners. Um, Some of the things that have been really amazing for me is hearing from small business owners who said, you know, gosh, I didn't think I was a content person. I didn't think I could do this sort of thing. Uh, but now it's much easier because I know how to do it, um, and so I think yeah, if you if you don't consider yourself a, a creative or a creator or a content person, uh, then you can definitely still learn a system like this uh, and find ways to activate your creativity for for storytelling. And uh, if you are in the space, I think it's still useful to have systems to fall back on because we all have those days where we're just not feeling our best or not feeling creative or you know you're feeling a little stuck or blocked, and so having a having a system to fall back on definitely can be helpful even if you're you're already doing this kind of work on, you know, regularly.
1: I agree. I, I think it's critical to have those systems in place, uh, especially for uh, small agencies, the multitasking, they're doing so many things. And sometimes that lowers the creativity uh, when, you, when you're, when uh, you you know, inundated with uh, tactical implementation nonstop, yeah. then your creativity kind of uh, goes down. And then having frameworks Really help reignite it when you need it, and and I'm definitely gonna get this book. Uh, <laughs> like I said, generate unlimited story ideas. That's that's a webinar big idea title. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna read it. So, uh, Melanie, I want to move into what we call rapid Q and A. We have some questions. Um, if some if some feel too personal, you can just say pass. <laughs> okay it's not too bad it's not too bad but if but just feel free okay if if you, right. if you feel it's too much okay but you need to to answer quick and short okay did you get along with your parents growing up yeah do you have siblings yes one sister do you have a pet
2: i do a cat named luna
1: how a cat person you're a cat yeah, person i guess so how old were you when your first kid was born
2: uh, oh my
1: God. It's more that I don't
2: know the time because the last year has been like a weird time warp. Uh, I was 28.
1: <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, when do you wake up?
2: Uh, usually around five o'clock.
1: Wow. Uh, well, I when have do a toddler to- now, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When do you go to bed?
2: Uh, usually around nine or
1: 10. Ideal vacation?
2: Um, at this point I'll take any vacation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're really at that point, right? Yeah. Wow, I remember. Um, are you a woman of faith? I am. Yes, I'm a Muslim. Okay. And do you practice? I do. Very good. This this was wonderful. I, I think all the golden nuggets you provided for our listeners uh can be tactically used, uh, which I really appreciate. I love these types of interviews. Uh you actually, you know, provided practical advice. And, and guys, go, where can, where can uh, they get the book? On Amazon? Yes,
2: the book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Uh, I actually read the audiobook. So if you're an audiobook person, you can get that too. Uh, lots, of, lots of options out there for you. Uh, if you want, you can head to contentfuelframework.com and it has all the links for the different places you could find it.
1: Okay, awesome. This has been Brett Melanie. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me and letting me share my story. Thank
0: you for tuning in to another episode of the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where we provide the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Your host has been Inamar Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com.